Hello, and welcome back to Live Well with Jacqueline, the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today is episode seven, and it's all about why you hate tracking your food. Oh my gosh, did I just hit a sore subject? You might hop off this and be like, oh, this is not for me. I don't want to hear anything about this. And that's probably because it makes you uncomfortable. And that's exactly what I love doing. I love seeing you squirm a little bit. But I want to help you get more comfortable in being uncomfortable. Because that's where we grow, friends. I'm telling you this because I know it to be true because it worked for me. And I'm always sharing with you the tips and tricks that I learned from my own personal journey to help you. Here's what I know. People who are aware of what they're consuming can then make a choice. And then when they make a choice, they can make a change. If you're just hoping that something shows up, it's probably not going to work out the way that you want. My clients, not all of them track, by the way, but the ones that do are the ones that generally are making the most moves towards their goals. And when I say track, it can be in myriad types of ways, but let's take the overarching one. Most of them are tracking in a food app like MyFitnessPal. From the very beginning, I always suggest to pre-log your food. The magic is in the pre-log. Now, what does this mean? This means I want you to sit down and take five to 10 minutes, and this is in the beginning, this is how long it's gonna take, that's okay. Stop the scroll, get off the Netflix, take some time away from whatever it is that is probably not serving you and serve yourself with the five to 10 minutes that it is to pre-log your food. And that means sit down and think about what are you gonna eat tomorrow? Can you hear Frank in the background, by the way? He's like 12 feet away from me. He's still, his snore just travels. I want you to think about what you're going to eat tomorrow and I want you to plug it in. So again, we're using my fitness pal as the example, but you're going to start with dessert and then you're going to do dinner. You'll do lunch and then you'll do breakfast and then you're going to see where the holes are and then you'll fill those in with snacks. Now you have given yourself a gift. Yes, my friends, this is a gift. It's a gift in a couple different ways. Number one, you have a plan. The people who make a plan and work the plan are the people who are successful. And this is with anything in life. I'm also giving you back freedom. You might be thinking, Jacqueline, are you freaking kidding me? You just made me write out exactly what I'm going to eat tomorrow. That is not freedom. It most certainly is. It's giving you freedom of your brain space so you don't have to think about it. Let's liken this to like Steve Jobs or Mark Zuckerberg when they have those capsule wardrobes that they were wearing. This is the same idea. I know now what I'm going to eat tomorrow and then I'm not going to have to waste brain space thinking about it. How many times have you had that conversation either with yourself or with your partner or your family? That annoying question What's for dinner? And then everybody's trying to scramble to think about what it is. And then you got to try to make everybody else happy. And all of a sudden, mm, we don't know what's for dinner or take out a curd. And then your goals weren't met. And then maybe you'll try harder tomorrow. I hate that try harder bullshit. Ooh, I hate that though. I don't even like the word hate, but I really despise it. I'll try harder tomorrow. No, you won't. You don't 
want to try harder. You want to actually do better by working smarter. And that is by pre-logging your food. Okay. Maybe you don't want to use my fitness pal. That's totally cool. You're going to take a pen to paper. I do love a good pen to paper moment. And you can write out the doable food plan. You can write out, well, this is what I'm planning to eat tomorrow. And just put it on pen to paper. Because then at least that way, you're visually seeking and connecting to what you're planning on nourishing your body with. And by the way, it doesn't have to be perfect, friends. This is just making a plan. And that's allowing for room and for space to have it be flexible. It doesn't have to be down to the exact T of grams of what you're doing or exactly the ounces of water that you're drinking. But if you write out this plan, you're more likely to be consistent and stick with that than just hoping that maybe you'll reach the goal of your protein consumption or your water consumption. But if you actually write it out and plan for it, there's a solid chance you're going to come 80 to 90% close to it. And guess what? That is your step toward success. Remember, we want progress not perfection. I've been tracking for years, okay, but really diligently on and off tracking for four years. Now, mind you, I live a lot of my life in maintenance, not tracking, okay? But the data exists inside of my fitness pal that there's times where I do track and times where I don't. And, and you should never be tracking for always and forever. I don't believe in that. That's not good for your mental health. It's not good for our bodies. We need to be living in maintenance, okay? But even me, yours truly, does not remember all the details. And I certainly don't want to be bogged down in the moment of trying to track. Like, I'm freaking hungry. I was hungry yesterday. (laughs) The last thing I need to do is slow down the process of me getting that food into my body and into my mouth and calming down my hanger or my blood sugar because I'm entering it into my fitness pal in the time of. I just don't want you to do that either. You're going to hate it. This is why you hate it. Because you're either sitting there on the couch watching Netflix with your husband at 9.30 at night or your partner and you're saying, oh shit, I got to try to remember what I ate for breakfast and I don't even know nonetheless how much of it I ate. Um, And then you probably forgot those little bites, looks, and tastes like, oh, the drive-by snacks didn't happen. It's it's the holiday season and a couple of spritz cookies occurred, but they were small. They don't really add up. I'm telling you, <laughs> those little like snack accidents are the ones that are the troublemakers because when we don't account for them because we forgot that we actually consumed them, and maybe you're not even intentionally forgetting them, but you did. And then you're wondering why because you're tracking, quote unquote, you think you're tracking, but you're really not. And, but you are, because you're putting time into my fitness pal, but you're only putting like the half-ass time, you know, the kind of 50% time. 50% energy is going to get you 50% results. So you're, I call that spitting your wheels in the mud. And you're like, but I am tracking, Jacqueline. Yeah, but not the kind that really is going to get you to where you want to go. So I'd say you're better off not tracking at all and just using your habits during that time. And then when you're really ready to commit to tracking, you actually do it the right way, the less stressful way. It's the pre-logging way. So you either do it the night before or the morning of. And let's revisit what that looks like. So my general rules for myself when I want to track, I only want to be tracking for a short period of time 
So when I'm going to do that, I want to be locked and loaded and I'm going to prioritize that. So I say either I track the night before or before my feet hit the floor. Isn't that mantra kind of cute? We make it kind of fun because I want this to be fun for you. I don't want it to be annoying and obnoxious. And so I sit down. I always plug in dessert first. I do dinner, then lunch, breakfast if I'm going to have it, and then the snacks. Another way to go about it, because we know that calories win first, prioritizing protein is second. You can do, let's plug in dessert or my sweet treats or the things that I need that bring me joy. And then let's go back and plug in protein. And then let's go back and plug in some of my carbohydrates or some of my vegetables or whatever else your goal is. And then kind of take a look at your overall calories. Feel free to leave some wiggle room, like a 200, 250 calorie wiggle room for like that extra snack or sweet treat, especially now during the holidays. Maybe that's your glass or two of wine. That's the way to do it without feeling super restrictive, yet still having a plan. So I hope that some of my tips and tricks today have helped you to stop hating tracking so much. Thanks again for tuning in to Live Well with Jacqueline, the podcast. Have a great day.